on this week's episode of Third and Forever. Kevin and I recap a wild week one, and we're going to talk in depth about our teams playing each other. One of us is happy, one of us is not. And then we're going to debut segments for the first time this season, and we're going to get a little special segments from Dustin. So that'd be a fun perspective. Can we call it special segments whenever Dustin does it? Yeah. Just to belittle him. And end things as always with a week two preview and a two-minute drill. All right, let's go. Episode of Third and Forever, presented by 10,000 Takes. I'm your host, Adam Oz, joined as always by my co-host, Kevin Ulm, and producer, Dustin Luco. Kevin, we're back, and I see you have something on the table here. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah? I will be participating in the Hammered Heartbreak uh, segment this time around, uh-huh. because my team got their shit kicked in. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you didn't shoot In front of everybody. No, I'm glad I, you didn't shoot I mean, it I was, thought we were going to be in for something if you tried it, to be like, well, hang on a second. Well, it was it was only a two-possession game. Oh, it okay. was the largest margin you can <laughs> physically have for a two-possession game. What, technically, was, the, what was the score at halftime? Uh, it was... It like was, 17-0 and like... Yes, yeah, I believe so. I think we scored... Six, I think I had two field goals in the second half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, outscored you in the second half. So, you know, we won one half. You guys won the other half. <laughs> yeah. The, the the margins are a little bit varied there. And the, the, the game strategy is also a little bit varied there. <sighs> yeah. So... <laughs> Uh, it was it was bad. I mean, do we just want to jump into it? Yeah. So, um, the Vikings beat the Packers twenty three to seven. Yeah. Um, yeah, they did. Packers were a one and a half point away favorite. Over under was forty seven. So I hope you took the under and the Vikings, because if you did, you you're, you're off to a good start for the year. Yeah. And so, do we want to do we want to do the sad part? Or actually, we should do the sad part first because I have to do my yeah. yeah shot. So you got to do your shots. Into right. it. So, so what do you have here? So what do we have? here I have I have chosen. Uh, for the people, uh, Revel Stoke whiskey, and I chose whiskey because we all know Aaron Rodgers is a big whiskey. Which guy. is funny because he's a tequila guy. No, he's That's a his he, thing. no, he's a whiskey guy. What did he drink when Jordan Love was taken? That was a special occasion. That he, was a different. He drink. likes to sip he, on tequila. He likes whiskey more than tequila. Well, all right. who knows more about Aaron Rodgers? Right? Um, it, not his family. I mean, yeah. That, that could always be the answer. <laughs> but so he's a big whiskey guy. So I knew it had to be whiskey. Uh-huh. And I was looking at uh, all the flavors they had trying to pick something fun. And this one is pecan flavored uh-huh. and it's called shell shocked. And I figured that was Spinning. a, that was a pretty accurate way to describe how I feel. Just looking at it. It looks pretty terrible. Yeah. No, I it's, feel like it's, it's not probably be not nice. good. It has a picture of a, a, a pecan or a pecan, um with like jumper cables attached to it you can see so like i don't know i don't know what we're gonna have here but i'm gonna start pouring it out um i don't know if we want to just have dead air while i take shots or if you want to talk about something pecans have like a heartbeat or like an engine to to actually jump start i don't think you can jump start a heartbeat with jumper cables either i think it's just an engine well there was a jason statham movie that he does that i'm pretty sure yeah that's true yeah cranked or whatever crank yeah, they, made, they, made two, they made two of them <laughs> yeah like, it's pretty wild uh so, sense, so kevin's got three right. kevin's got three he just poured his I first only have one. one shot glass so it's gonna take a while yeah, yeah. i, I want to can't go back to yep. back to back yeah we're good yeah we're good okay yep, go ahead there's one down did you make a mistake what do you mean 
Like, did you pick a bad one? It's, oh, um, <laughs> the it's not, it's not good. It's not good. No, it's not the worst thing I've ever tasted. Do you want some smelling salts to like bring it down? Yeah. Um, I got them right here. Yeah. That'll, that'll sober me right up. <laughs> oh, it's, it's fine. Like it's, like I said, it's not bad. It's not good. It just kind of, it is what it is. Yeah. So switch it around like a, like a. Like a wine or something. Yeah. Just keep your, your whiskey mouth. around. Yeah. yeah. No, no. Okay. Well, number two. Here's, here's number two. Number two. Oh, down the hatch. Any better? This is the second one. No, the aftertaste is like aggressive. Oh, that's what you <clears throat> want. Yeah. Because no, that's, that's what every any connoisseur like, like to say. I want an aggressive aftertaste. It, it, Not smooth. Aggressive. It's like you took a shot of whiskey and then a... A pecan just punched you right in the mouth. Yeah, and just like the Viking, just like the Vikings did to start the game. It, yeah, it's no. very fitting. It's it, a good, it's a good choice. Shell so shocked. Yeah. I, I stand by that. All yeah. Right. Here's number three. Number and three. Then I will be done and... for a week. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Because yeah, I thought it's, of that. it's on the line here. I thought of that walking in, and I was like, oh fuck. Oh. All right. All right number three. Number three. Number three, my lord. Down the hatch. There it is. He did it. He did it. Good job. Good I can't job. believe this was my idea. Yeah. Uh, I feel foolish. Yeah. Come on, number four. We want number <laughs> Do it again. Four. I'll just take my shots for next week now. Yeah. All right. Well, he did it. Um, let's just go right into the game here. So we uh, we went down to US Bank. If you saw, we had a couple you know pregame interviews with both Vikings and Packer fans. Got the pulse of the people. I had a lot of fun doing that. I that, thought it was that was a good time. Yeah, it, we get some interesting, some interesting opinions. Um, it was a happier time. It was. Yeah, both teams have hope. There was mutual like, optimism. Yeah, yeah, you know. And, yeah, and then I think as soon as like the game started, because the Vikings, I'm assuming the Packers won the toss, considering the Vikings yeah. got the ball first. Whatever happens, the Vikings got the ball first. Uh, they drove down the field, and there were a couple instances, obviously, where. It, it looked to be, you know, a couple third downs here and there. Obviously, the goal line, fourth and one. Yep. Um, Thielen looked like he thought – it looked like he possibly would reach the ball out. Either way, it was a fourth and one um, and like at, like, the two-yard line. And this was the beginning of just seeing Kevin O'Connell. Hopefully, it's sign of things to come. He called a phenomenal game. Like, he yeah. – he, if lately there's been like as since like the all 22 came out and you're seeing the overhead shots and the the more in depth where you can diagnose offense and defense he clearly had the game plan of like how can we scheme guys and play guys open and it clearly worked well, all day and there's there's a bit of an asterisk because it's very easy to scheme guys open when the defense doesn't even try to cover them. I mean, the, the <sighs> Which, thing is, the what you what I noticed here is the Vikings constantly in Kevin O'Connell's offense. The whole like the the goal of every offense and every play caller is to how can we stress on the defense the most? How can we put them in the worst positions mm-hmm. po- possible and make them have to make decisions? Yes, that will probably and you know will turn out like how can we make them but, make mistakes? But the Packers defense was not doing anything to counter that in any way whatsoever. Yeah. It was like they were standing there and you get to pick exactly where you want to hit them and they're not going to respond to it or try to maneuver or do anything. I was watching this game and I watched some of, you know, kind of you were talking the all 22 and the highlights and things like that 
you know, upon further analysis, the postmortem of the game. Yeah. And it was something that I, I noticed to an extent, but it really stands out in the highlights where a lot of these plays, I, I'm not trying to take anything away from Justin Jefferson. He's a phenomenal wide receiver, one of the absolute best in the league. I'm very jealous of you. He's great. Yeah. He wasn't doing anything crazy. Yeah, there there was the he one. He was just kind of running. There was there was one play that his first on that first drive uh-huh. where it was like the 60-yard play. There was one, if you did see the All-22, it's hard to tell, obviously, when you're watching it live because it's zeroed in on the, the ball. Yeah. So you don't see him. He does have a moment where he gets between the safeties and yeah. he and he slows up. He slows up just for a second. Yes. Where he, he allows that safety to kind of set his feet a little bit and get a little flat-footed, and then he bursts. Yeah. And that's, that's like something where, like, He's playing the defense, and that's something that when you see in a young player, you know, this is third year, that's you typically don't always see that until yeah, they get later and, in their career to recognize, all right, they're in a they're in a too high right now, these two safeties. I got to kind of let them get themselves in a bad position, and I'm going to blow right past them. Yeah, but at the same time, and, you know, that is, that is good, and he did do that, but... You know, you see some of these plays, like there was a Devontae Adams play where he just like sent the defender into like a different dimension with his cuts and stuff like that. It wasn't stuff like that. It was just kind of, he ran there and the Packers just like went in different directions and didn't fucking cover him. Yeah. And it was one of the most frustrating games that I've watched in recent memory because of that fact, because you know who it's going to be. Thielen didn't do anything. Right. I mean, Delvin Cook had a decent day, but he wasn't featured. It was just Justin Jefferson. That was it. Yeah. And there was one play that got a lot of flack after the fact, deservedly so, where we had Preston Smith, outside linebacker, covering... Yeah. Outside linebacker, really more of a defensive end when you yeah, think about yeah. it. Yeah, his coverage skills are not very... It's, no. It's up they, to like Jamal Adams. Yeah. Yeah. And he was in coverage on Justin Jefferson with, like, no help. Right. And it was just... It was baffling to me. And there's there was a lot of talk after the game about Jair saying that he would have liked to have shadowed Justin Jefferson. And, you know, I think that they had some mixed results when he was on him, but Jair is definitely our best shot to shut him down. Yeah. Like there's no reason anyone else should be covering Justin Jefferson. And there, there are things that the coaches said, LaFleur said, yeah, oh, LaFleur, we gotta... he's like, we got to switch to man. And like, I don't know if we can just do that. And it's like, like, you should be able to do both. Yeah, first like, of all, what it, the fuck? It was one of those things. And like, we Dustin and I were talking about it off air. Uh, earlier today, and it, it's something that we've no like it's it's become now a trend in Matt Lafleur, where especially in Week One, you know, if we remember last mm-hmm. year, they got their doors kicked in, yes. uh, against the, the even Saints. worse. So even, we're getting against, better, yeah. yeah. And, 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 and we're going the right obviously, direction. Even worse, but a difference in that obviously between the two seasons we'll talk about is there was a certain receiver that they had that they don't like. He's not going to be coming in the door, and so what, I, what I'm saying here is. Matt LaFleur has shown if, if if he doesn't get off to a hot start, if his team – and they, they, they can. We'll get into the drop mm-hmm. by Christian Watson on the first play. We'll get into that. But he has shown that if he doesn't get off, his team, his offense especially, does not get off to a hot start, it kind of becomes like they get punched in the mouth early. It's – the resilience isn't necessarily always there. They're not consistently yeah. there. It's kind of like a, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, um, then let's kind of be and, on our heels the rest of the game. And and it's that way within the context of the game, and it seems like it's that way within the context of the start of the regular season. You can't yeah. ignore now that this has happened twice in a row. And and Matt Lafleur, like many coaches, is very is one of those people that sits 
almost all of the impactful starters in the preseason, especially with the only three preseason games. Maybe, maybe next year, Matt, um, try getting them in at least a series or two, especially in this kind of a situation. I mean, I understand it's, it's kind of a lose, lose. Like you play them and they get hurt. Obviously there are a few people being like, why did we start them? What are we playing them for? Mm -hmm. But then when you have games like duds like this, especially on offense where like, Yes, the Packers' defense is on paper supposed to be really good this year. You put them at number one in one of our well, defensive rankings. And the defense, I mean, I say that, you know, there was the blown coverages, 23 points. Like, as far as defense with, with, goes with a, against the a good, Vikings. Um, with a good amount. I mean, I don't but think. With, with a good, um, but with a good Vikings offense and several possessions where, like, Rodgers fumbled, Rodgers threw a pick. I mean, they were out there a ton, and they held you guys at 23 points, which isn't great, but... Given the circumstances, if you would have told me the Vikings score twenty three, I would have still told you we have a decent shot. To I win will. This game. I will say. I will say. That, like clearly, you can see in the second half, the the foot was kind of taken off the gas a little bit. There were some moments where, like, yeah, we're throwing it still, but we were up seventeen zero at half. That's one where it's like you don't want to necessarily, especially in your in your building, trying to be like, let's make a mistake and let. Aaron Rodgers. I, I don't right agree back with in. that. I think you guys were still trying in the second half because the whole epitome of the Kevin O'Connell hire is to not do what Mike Zimmer did last year, which is exactly what you just described. It's the Steelers game. We still went down. Well, we had the, we got the ball back with like less than forty five seconds, and we still drove down to kick a field goal before the half. If that's Zimmer, he's kneeling or running it out the no, rest of the way. The, there, there are moments that's not that you Zimmer, don't see. but I'm saying I don't think you guys were intentionally taking your foot. I mean, obviously, there's going to be some you know, factor of, okay, we're up. We're not going to be hyper aggressive here, but I don't think that you were like taking your foot off the gas as much as you were just kind of, I don't know. Like it it just seemed like everyone just kind of stopped doing stuff in the second half. Yeah. Yeah. And and I will like the, the Packers got a lot of yardage in the second half. Mm -hmm. I mean, we saw the numbers at halftime. It wasn't close. No, like it. And that's something where I'm saying like, you you the defense kind of goes more into a softer coverages and they're not going with their their ears pinned behind their heads of going after the quarterback as much in the second half. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You're allowing like we'll give you we'll let you get some yards, especially because the Packers were leaning on the run game a good amount in the second well, half. That's where you got a bulk of your rushing yards. Well, they were leaning on the run game, and that kind of brings me into talking about the Packers' offense. Yeah. So the run game was leaned upon, but not as much as I feel like it should have been, honestly. I mean, Aaron Jones got like four or five touches in the whole game. Yeah, he had $20 million. Yeah, he had five carries, and he had only three catches on five targets. So eight touches. So, I mean, that's that's not enough for a featured guy. And uh, A.J. Dillon caught, I think, seven balls out of the backfield. Yeah, six targets. He was your leading receiver. Yeah, so, I mean, those two guys are indicative of what I see the problem being, you know, kind of upon further review of this game. Aaron Rodgers, after the first play to Christian Watson, which I have a different rant for that I'm saving for a couple minutes from now. But after that first play, Aaron Rodgers basically just gave up and just said, I'm going to check it down to the running backs. I'm going to maybe throw it to Cobb on a slant once or twice. We're going to run the ball. Fuck this shit. I'm, I'm pissed. And you could see that. I mean, there were guys running open. When you look at the film of this game, you know, he's running around. He's not staying on his reads as long as he should for them to develop. He's like skittish in clean pockets when he had them. Yeah. He kind of played like shit. And th- this is something too, that like you rarely, you don't see it. It's not as like apparent because more often than not, Aaron Rodgers is one of the best 
yeah. football, like quarterbacks in the league, and he has that. But he had his weakness is like he can kind of get into bad mental headspace, yeah. and he kind of checks out, as you mentioned. Like he he takes you know he he gets either hyper focused on Devonte, obviously yeah. Devonte not there, and then but in this game he was afraid to look past the ball. Like you know he obviously the bomb to Christian Watson. That's not great in a building trust. Yes. And Rodgers is is one of those guys that, like, he needs to have that trust to take those shots. Like, the one, the fuck it throw that he had to Cobb, like, that, that's a guy that— He wouldn't have pulled the trigger if it wasn't Cobb. Yeah. And I know this because Sammy Watkins was open on that play. It was a shorter route, and he was open across the middle. Now, it wouldn't have been yeah, as it, big of a play, it probably but it would was have, there. Yeah, it, it was one of those things because, like, the, the, the all 22 on that play— I've seen now, I don't know how many times on Twitter and, you mm-hmm. know, the breakdown. The Vikings played that in, like, they had Aiden, I, I believe it was Jordan Hicks and, um, I don't know if it was, but it was probably on Danzler's side, where they played those two guys. It, I think it was a running back or might have been Mercedes Lewis even. And then I think, Watkins. I think, it, was, I think it was Tunyon. Over there. It might be. I think it yeah. was Tunyon and then Watkins on the side. And then he threw it to the cross, the deep crosser yep. to Cobb where Harrison Smith recognize that but those and, guys and were I mean, right behind i mean it, it would have been co- probably was, a completion it probably would have been a completion it wouldn't probably have been an interception and it's no. like he just whether it's sammy watkins or christian watson romeo dobbs who both kind of got involved in the second half yeah it just seemed like he wasn't even looking no there were so many plays that are he, now on twitter and you can got see him he got a little trigger happy and like and that's and that is a testament to the Vikings getting pressure and hits on him yes. early. And and the offensive line was very bad. Jake Hansen was very bad. He yeah. should not be on that, you know, best five unit that you have out there without Bakhtiari, without Jenkins. He's not he should not be involved in those five guys. He just shouldn't. Yeah. He I think his like pass protection grid was like eighteen. Like out of a hundred, yeah, that's not good. Yeah, so the the offensive line has has problems. I don't think the best five are out there, and uh, the best five that we had, and then obviously the two all pros being out, um, Lazard being out. I think Lazard is one of those guys too that Rodgers does have the faith in, yeah. where he would throw the ball to him in those kind of situations, and then and Lazard's never going to be a deep shot guy, but he's the guy that will move. No, the but but he's the guy that will keep the offensive engine yeah. running. You yeah. know, you, you keep getting first downs, you get ten yards here, fifteen yards here, and that's that's Lazard's game, and so. I just want to talk about the drop, the Christian Watson drop, the drop heard around the world Yeah, would have been a 75 yard go ahead, walk in touchdown. It would have been a tying it. We already scored. Yeah. You, you said go ahead. Okay. Whatever. So it would have been a 75 yard walk in touchdown. Right. On the first play from scrimmage and in it, the game. And I don't know if you listen to Pat McAfee when Rodgers was on, on Tuesday, there no. was like a clip where he talked about, cause they, they obviously asked about that. I, I specifically don't and, anymore. <laughs> and Christian and Aaron Rodgers and Christian Watson, they have been talking, they've been having that as the set number one play from on the game yeah. since Thursday. And they were, they've had talks about like, Christian Watson would be like, oh, that'd be so great. Like my first play as a Packer would be a touchdown. Like they were already talking well, and, about that it would have been a touchdown. And like, that's that's, that's the what problem. makes it one of the saddest plays yeah. in my probably like career as a Packer fan. Because that could very well now this doesn't mean that Christian Watson isn't gonna pan out. This doesn't mean that I still don't have high hopes for Christian Watson, because I do. But that play could go down as like the inflection point for his entire career. Yeah. If he catches that ball and walks in against a division opponent, first play from scrimmage, right after getting drafted, he's like 
kind of a legend, even if he does nothing else for the rest of his time. It's like when Randall Cobb returned a kickoff for a touchdown against the Saints in his first game after getting drafted. It, I, I can't even put into words the missed opportunity there on his part and how amazing it would have been and how devastating it is yeah. that it didn't happen. And it was right there. I mean, he put Patrick Peterson in a nursing home on that play, which he did several times throughout the game. Didn't get another look during any of those routes. Yeah. But there's, there's potential there. And it just, it bums me out that even if we had lost you know, the whole rest of the game and, you know, maybe it's 14 to 23, having that touchdown would have been such a big difference. Yeah. And, and that's, there's like two, I mean, obviously in the grand scheme of things, there were a lot of plays that obviously impact the game, but like that one was that such one like a set gut a tone. punch. Yeah. And then of course the, the AJ Dillon getting stuffed at the goal line. And I don't understand what Matt LaFleur it's it's, it's it's league wide running running out of the shotgun out of the shotgun. I don't I don't understand. And it and it's something that like this this team is built. We have we have a Mercedes Lewis. Yeah. And I knew it was a run because he was on the goddamn field. Mm-hmm. They don't throw the ball when Mercedes is on the field. Yeah. That means it's a run. So they had him out wide. They motioned him in to like be right off the tackle, but they ran away from him. Yeah. It it defies all logic. I don't understand it one bit. And I, it just seems like we have these these situations where, like I said, you know, last season, week one, I mean, the Packers looked awful. I yeah. was I was very very worried. It's well documented on this show. Yeah, that I was not confident going into the Lions game in week two. Right, and I feel kind of the same way here, where it was just so bad that I don't yeah. know what we do from here. And I and I think it's like I I. I think this, and, I, and I'm not saying this with any, you know, tongue in cheek or anything like that. Packers are going to be just fine. They're a good. They're they're still a very good football team. Like they are. As long and until we see otherwise, Aaron Rod, like they're going to figure it out. And I just think I don't want to put the trap game card on this right now because the Vikings. It's not like they were an established team. It was a very new look Vikings. Mm-hmm. And I I think I mean obviously a big tell was you know, quarterbacks on throws that traveled 10 or more yards. Kirk Cousins was five of six for 163 yards in a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, Kirk, uh, Aaron Rodgers, two of six, 40 in the interception. Granted, he, Christian Watson doesn't drop that. That's, it's that's a totally different, different stat line. But, but, but yeah. that's, that's the end result. And, and I think it's something that me as a Vikings fan, Kirk didn't, didn't have to do a whole lot. He, there, there were things no, he, where he, the line played really well. <laughs> uh-huh. He didn't have to, you know, evade a lot of pressure. He was only pressured, I believe. He was pressured more than Rodgers was by the end of the game. Um, I don't know if that's actually true. He had more he, pressures, yeah. He, he, he was hurried three times. By and, advanced metrics, he was hurried three times. He was knocked down seven times. And he yeah. was blitzed five. Rodgers, Rogers, meanwhile, was hurried six times, blitzed eight, but only knocked down once, but he was sacked four times. Maybe it's knockdowns I was going off yeah. of. But I mean there there was pressure there. And I think I think that a good kind of summary, if you want to know how this game went, is that it is the play uh it was one of JJ's big plays where Kirk hikes the ball, turns the wrong fucking way on the play action, 
I think it was Madison. I, I have a feeling the running back went to the wrong side. You you have to give the benefit of the doubt to the quarterback. Okay, but then like, he, <laughs> but then he steps up in the pocket and throws what I I know you're gonna gawk at this, but it was a wobbly ball to Jefferson. It didn't matter because there was no one in the zip code, so it was just kind of like that is a, a that's, good encapsulation. That's of, on the play, like that, how bad the Vikings could have played. And that, still I beat this I know what play you're talking about. That was on the play. It was like the 60 yard one. Yeah, that, like on the first drive. Yep, where. That's the one where Jefferson had to he like hold he held up a little bit as he got to the other safety. I think that might have been yeah. Amos over there because uh, it was Savage that caught him. Um, but he was all my. I mean, Amos had a terrible game. Not to get off on a tangent, right. but holy shit! I mean, I feel like you can say that about the entire secondary. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, but Amos especially, you expect more from. But that, veteran. but that's one of those things where Kirk Kirk gets hit a lot on his like criticized a lot on his playing off schedule like when a play breaks down yes, everything doesn't go right that's the thing that's his biggest knock you look at every little like you know critique that's the main thing it's, yeah. it's like oh when a play doesn't go to according to plan that's when he shrivels yes to me as a fan that's a play that did not go according to plan the running back wasn't where he's was supposed to that still didn't stop the safeties coming down a bit and the linebackers coming down a bit mm-hmm. where it's like the play action. Yeah. The running backs in the wrong spot. It still worked. See, like we're, <laughs> we're viewing this as either, you know, points for Kirk. Or, so you're, or you're knocking him, be, you're knocking him because defense. it wasn't a pretty spiral. Well, no, I'm did not. It, was it I'm still completed it because it wasn't like an efficient anything on that play. The play action didn't work. He still the, stepped up, avoided the pressure, the, and the, threw the ball the throw off was his not, feet. The throw was not pretty, and it still didn't matter because JJ was all by himself. That's he, what I'm saying. He also threw the ball when his feet aren't like Kirk. Never throws the ball when his feet really aren't set. That's the thing. Well, he kind of has to set. Maybe his Kirk feet. should get better at setting his feet, or maybe he should get he better at throwing off really platform. Good at that. Like I don't. What, what do you want from I me? I don't know why you're knocking it because it was still complete. He still led the receiver but, it, but it's it, it's an it's something you can put up on a pedestal as this is how bad the coverage was this is how bad it, he didn't lead jefferson he had to wait for it a little bit and he still got 60 yards i mean that was the play where i saw that and i thought we're not going to win this game it was the first drive and yeah. i knew i'm like if this is indicative of what's going on here there's just no way because he and that was you know when we talked about he slowed down and he sped up he didn't do anything crazy i just think it's he fun. got 20 yards wide open caught kind of a duck and still got 60 yards out of it on a play action where the quarterback so, or so the running back went the So then what do you call Rodgers' pick? Is I call that a duck? A, yes. Okay. <laughs> so that I want to make sure we're on the yeah. same page with that because like even though the spiral was prettier, it's still a duck. Yes. Like I I just feel like it was, it's, it, it's, it's, it's Roger, always, Roger's pick was even worse because he basically yelled like 500 and just threw it. Yeah, like, off, like across his body. Across and his body, yeah. Cobb wasn't open. Harrison Smith is larger than Cobb. Yeah. Like, he's going to win that jump ball. Yeah. It, it was, there, there was nothing good about that. I'm yeah. not trying to defend that. I'm just saying, and I heard a lot of discourse about that specific throw that we're talking about. And I'm not well, trying to, like, I, I know, shit on Kirk. I know this, this popped up constantly on my feed i'm sure yeah. for you too because i believe it was the the locked on packers guy bukowski yeah, yeah. he he Dude, he's still packers, he's packers still subreddit, going packers like, subreddit does not like him Did i tell you that well i don't People i don't put I his don't, tweets up on the packers subreddit i don't and they doubt it hate him. dude it's it's wednesday when we're recording this he's still tweeting like oh see like the pack it's the packers like they really didn't play that bad it was like he's it, well, at it, the same time, though, he, he criticizes Aaron Rodgers yeah. a lot, which yeah. people it's also a, it's react a lose, very lose negatively for Packer fans to. Yeah. Because 
you know, I we've been in down this road before where a lot of the casual Packer fans or, you know, Wisconsin fans, they treat Aaron Rodgers like he can do no wrong. And that yes. a lot, COVID was a big thing for that discourse. Yikes. And so yeah. I, I think it it's interesting that, like, Bukowski is still tweeting about things. And even then, now you see like Packer fans be like, dude, we're on to the next week. Like, stop. Like, you're not... Well, and I, 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 I do get some value out of his, you know, postmortem analysis of certain plays and right. stuff like that. Cause he does look at the tape. He does kind of react. And he was one of the ones where, I don't know, there is something about Packer fans where they're unwilling to acknowledge when Rodgers doesn't play perfectly. Well, or it's like even the national media where the whole talk about this game, it wasn't like what the Vikings did right. It was what mm-hmm. the Packers did wrong. And, and, and like, that's the issue I have. Specifically, like, it was about like, well, Aaron Rodgers, his receivers let him down. And it's like, I mean, kind of, but that's not the whole story right, here. Right. He is not infallible. He's not immune to criticism. Yeah. He didn't play well. Yeah. The same way he didn't play well in the last playoff game he was in. Like. Yeah. These things happen, and it sucks. And I still think Aaron is, you know, one of, if not the best quarterbacks of all time. But he has games like this where nothing works, and he just kind of quits. Yeah, he checks out. Yeah, yeah. And I, and it's 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 the you 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 cannot avoid it. It's the narrative that's based like that's like put into these players. Like Derek Carr had a horrendous day. Yep. But no one's talking. Like no one really mentions. Like, well, he almost got him back in. It's like. That's where it's one of those things like Stafford. We're going to get to Stafford, I'm sure. And at least I will make sure we get to Stafford. <laughs> like, I I will always, like, I will never feel more vindicated whenever, like, when Stafford has games like he did. Mm-hmm. I always just, like, sit there and I'm like. And you see that Super Bowl ring and you're like, you suck. No, I, I'm just sitting there and it's like, God, like, you know, like, it's just. He he just gets away with a lot of things, and I'm like, but if when he does poorly and they lose, it's like, well, what what do you expect? Like, mm-hmm. this is who he is. Yeah, there's certain players that like it doesn't matter what the stats they put up. People have perceptions of them, and that's not going to change because yeah. people don't like to admit they're wrong. Well, yeah, and in my view, is that no one should be immune to criticism, right? Including Aaron Rodgers, including you know Tom Brady, Aaron Donald, a bunch of other. Uh, pieces of work out there so Aaron Don looked great though still like he still eh. played really well yeah he didn't he didn't try to kill anyone this time good job buddy um before we move on uh note because there are a couple facts here that I want to put out um Kirk Cousins then just became the only quarterback in NFL history the only one to beat Aaron Rodgers three straight times Ooh, okay this is a new segment called hang the banner all right, ready? Hang the banner. I mean, hey, that's... Okay, no, do your next stat now. All right. I'll say it again. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are now 3-4-1 and one against the Vikings when Kirk plays. Hang the banner. So, any Vikings fans out there, like, who who's our biggest competition in the NFC North in the last 20 years? It's probably the Lions. It's probably the Packers. So... <laughs> I don't know if you asked last season, <laughs> it might have been the Lions. I mean, Aaron, Aaron you know, it, it's one of those things that, like... It's funny that people just dismiss it, but like Kirk is five three and one in his career against the Packers. He plays well. Are are you proud of me that I haven't said that it was your Super Bowl yet? I honestly am kind of surprised, but yeah. I knew you you said I it. haven't said it yet. You I, said I've, it about like twenty times I've on implied, Sunday. Yes. So I think you got because it out of your system. Well, you guys do get up for this game more than any other game on your schedule. I think you'd admit that, right? Uh playing the biggest rival in your division. Yes. Yeah. I don't think the Packers get up. More than any other game on their schedule. So you're to saying play the you Vikings look, you, so you're saying you lost because you look past us. 
No, I'm saying that I think that you guys maybe you should take get this up more more personally and less you know kind of professionally. You guys have won the division. Yeah. More often than not, because you've Correct. had two Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Correct. So, yeah, we're going to be happy that we beat a division rival in the first game okay. of our new regime. I don't know what you expect us to be like, mm, yeah, we won, but, you know, whatever. Like, what What do you expect? No, like, no, I don't I understand don't, I don't that. expect you to not celebrate. We can get into the semantics of celebration, because some of the ways you guys are doing it are pretty silly, but... Regardless, I don't expect you to not celebrate. I just think that it even goes to like the players on the Vikings. They treat this game as the most important one in the schedule every year. Because every single team you put in any across the like across the league in every division, if like do you think that the Chargers, the two fans, the players, the Charger players, mm-hmm. the Bronco players, the Raider players, do you think they get up a little bit more if they can beat the Chiefs who have dominated them since Mahomes and Reed have been there? Yeah, absolutely. No, and I'm not saying that doesn't Brady happen and the elsewhere. Patriots, like, I mean, I'm just saying maybe you guys need to set your sights on like the whole season. I think they do, but are you saying we're not allowed to be excited about what? What, what do you want us to be excited about? We played one game. We won in you, that one you, game. You can be excited. We dominated in that one game. You can be excited. It just seems like the games at U.S. Bank never go our way because that is, you know, winning the Super Bowl is the second priority. First priority is beating the Packers at home. And I see, saw this is, many this Vikings is where, fans. This is where you're just a massive sore loser in no, this no, no. moment. Like, I, I saw sound... many Vikings fans saying <laughs> the, the, that that was the, like, that's it. If we do nothing else, if we go 1-16 in 16 who, this who year. Who are these unnamed people? People that I work with, people that I saw on Twitter. I've I don't seen this speak from for multiple them. people. I don't, I don't speak for them, and I can tell you right now, the Vikings fans that I know are not being like, oh, well, that the season's over. We don't care anymore. Well, it, it's hard, like, too, because as soon as you guys beat the Packers, then you start talking about the Super Bowl. And we'll we'll see. We'll God see forbid goes. hope. God forbid hope comes <laughs> yeah, into our lives. God forbid. Like how you, dare you hope? You, you look. You look at fan bases. Minnesota and Minneapolis as a whole, like it's well documented. Yeah. Ex- except for the links, it's well documented. Yeah. The loons joined that when they you know collapsed in the semifinal in the MLS like cup yeah. a couple years ago. Like it, it's it's well documented that Minnesota sports. Usually wins games, yes. but they just fall short. And you guys need to know your place in that. Yeah, that it's not going to happen. But I mean, as long as you guys are playing a team from California or Florida in the playoffs, I think we're on the same level here. Yeah, so I mean, like uh, you know, when when those two teams come to the the cold north that you like to boast about. Mm-hmm. They still, you know, come away with a dumb. I mean, to be fair, they didn't score a lot of points that game. But they scored more. We, we didn't but score a lot of points either. But the thing is, they either. scored yeah, more. That's the important know? thing. Yeah. Still still counts as a touchdown. I think the, the special teams in this game for the Packers was ranked 16th overall in the NFL. So that is there were those, massive those improvement. Those early punts were very close well, to being the, blocked. See, the key, to, like, the key to a good <laughs> punt is that it's almost blocked, you know, because then they can't cover it as well. Mm. That's that's the 3D chest. That, yeah. uh, uh, well, what's his name? I already forgot. Bisaccia? Bisaccia, yeah. Bisaccia, <laughs> the guy that you had your Twitter handle yeah. for for a little while. Yeah, no. Are it's... you going to change it from Romeo Dobbs? No, I mean, Romeo Dobbs didn't drop anything. Well. I'm still waiting. I'm still an enthusiast. Let's let's start the discourse. Jordan Love should be starting over Aaron Rodgers. Look at his stat line. He probably he had a better passer rating, didn't oh, he? Oh, bu- like doubled it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he almost doubled it. Yeah, like, that uh, was that was interesting. We got a we got a little Jordan Love showcase. He looked solid playing against a prevent defense. Um <laughs> Hit, uh, up. hit Josiah DeGuara twice yeah, for 28 yards. It was, uh, it was a cool glimpse into the future. Yeah. All right, let's get into segments. Uh, performance of the week. So if you're new here, 
Uh, performance of the week is what we always start with. Obviously, this goes to the best player or the most deserving player, coach, unit, team, whatever you. Oh. you it's it's open ended here. Thank God I put I, so the whole of last season. My like little word doc that I use for the show. Yeah, I had the segments in the wrong order. So it was it was constantly annoying me, and I, I did it in the right order this time. Oh. Yeah, I made a new one. <laughs> All right. Uh, so things are looking up for Kevin. Nice. <laughs> All right. Performance of the week. Kevin, why don't you start with your performance of the week? All right. My performance of the week, it goes back to the opening game last Thursday. It's Mr. Josh Allen. Um, and, you know, I can talk about kind of the, his his box score, his touchdowns, all the stuff that he did. But I think all you need to know is that he literally teabagged a guy who talked shit about him last year. Or was it last year? When did, when did Jalen Ramsey years get ago. It, it was like his rookie year. Second, yeah. It was, his, it was going into his second year. So Jalen Ramsey gave an interview several years ago. It was like a player's tribune. Yeah, talking thing. talking about how he thought Josh Allen was – I mean, he basically shit on like Call everyone. Trash. He yeah. said Josh Allen's trash. Yeah, and he kind of shit on everyone, but it's specifically Josh Allen. He He's, didn't shit on Kirk, which was really funny. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> like, he was like, you know, Kirk. Kirk's a lot better than people give him credit for. It's like, hey, thank you. Thank you, Jalen. Like, yeah. wow. Ooh, good. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so Josh Allen got his revenge in this game. He scrambled at one point and got in the middle of a pile. And if you watch the replay, literally teabags Jalen Ramsey. I think he, like – Humped him. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what to call it. It's like a, it's like a laying tea bag. I don't. I guess it's hump is better. Yeah, yeah, he literally like humped his face. <clears throat> and I mean, Josh did throw two picks, one of which wasn't his fault, but three touchdowns. Um, he had a rushing touchdown as well, so four total, and he just looked as dominant as he was last year, and he's gonna have a hell of a season. Yeah, uh, he was a little worrisome in the first half, but the second yeah. half he lit it up. Yeah. And the Rams just had no answer. Uh, performance of the week for me, it, it, I mean, how can I not? It, it's it's Patrick Mahomes. I mean, like, yeah, your boy, your boy was pressured on zero percent of his dropbacks. He was blitzed twenty two <laughs> times. That's how bad the fucking Cardinals. He was are. he was blitzed twenty two times. He was knocked down six times. Uh, he was hurried twenty four times, and he was sacked zero times. The Chiefs. They had 66 offensive plays. Yeah. They had 33 first downs. I mean, they absolutely dominated <laughs> I mean, the Arizona Cardinals. His, his final stat line was just like, I mean, it is Madden-esque. Like, he 30 of 39, 360 yards, five touchdowns, no picks, spread it all around. Yeah, Travis Kelsey had 121 yards, eight catches on nine targets. But, like, he hit Juju for 79 MVS 44, Edwards Alaire had 32 on three catches. I mean, like, he, it was just a clinic. And going into the year, the whole question was, like, how is this offense going to be without Tyreek Hill? Uh, pretty damn good because the Cardinals are going to be a good football team. Like, they are on paper. Eh. On paper. I'm they, reserving judgment after they, this they week. Made, they that made, was pretty terrible. They made the playoffs last year. And, you know, which is good for them because they usually collapse and they don't make the playoffs. Mm -hmm. But, it was at Arizona, and he just carved them up. And it's something that, like, yeah, they're still – we're still on a collision course for the Bills, Chiefs, and, like, yeah. I'm excited about it. I hope we get it in the champion, AFC Championship game. Obviously, a lot of games left, but Patrick Mahomes just, you know. Does, does Patrick does, Mahomes hate Sky more? 
Well, only one catch for Sky, three yards. Skymar barely got in the game. He didn't really run too many I think routes. He hates, I think he hates his rookies. I think <laughs> that's a thing. I think I think when they go to those State Farm commercials, they're like, hey, you know I mean, who he sucks? Had, he had one catch on one target. I, I don't think he got in until late. Only one target. Yeah. <laughs> Still 100% completion percentage. That's, that's hatred right there. Uh, so yeah, be asking questions that's, about that's that. That's my performance of the week. All right, Dustin, make your debut. What's your performance of the week? Oh, uh, there's a lot of pressure. It's actually not my debut. Remember, I was a guest ho- or I was a guest on the show probably two well, years ago. Well, g- your debut is in the well, Didn't you do chair. like Dustin's Kicker Corner or something, though? Which yeah. like doesn't I don't know. really I don't count. Think you, I don't think you've given segments before. Yeah. So it's your debut in segments. No, I did. Well, we didn't. I don't remember. <laughs> it was only one time, though. But uh, my okay. performance of the week, I'm giving it to the Steelers' defense. Ooh. Wow. Conflict they, of interest they, they played, they played they, so well that they hurt themselves. Not that yeah. they shut down the Bengals' defense, but they they stopped them on some key drives. They looked good. I mean, they yeah, they lost T.J. Watt to a torn peck. Yeah. Late I mean, in the game. And yep. yeah, but they still were able to I don't think it's actually torn. I think stop. he got they got a second opinion. I don't think it's like torn torn. Like he's only gonna oh. be out for a few weeks. It's not torn torn, it's just torn. It's well, I think it's like <laughs> it's labeled as like a peck strain. Like it's actually not he doesn't need surgery mm. on it. So it's he should be back yeah, in a I few mean, weeks. They they looked good. That's good. I mean they blocked a clutch kick at the end of the game. <laughs> it would have won the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I they they looked good. They I mean, blocked they blocked a clutch yeah, kick. They, well, they had a pick six. Ma- you would think on an extra point reason... McPherson wouldn't put it where it would be blocked. Yeah, but, yeah you know, kick that high enough. Get there. Yeah, get there. They were the reason that the Steelers won that game. What do you think about uh, T Higgins so flipping off Trub- Minka Fitzpatrick? No, it, 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 was Jamar. Jamar. it was Jamar. Oh, that, that was Jamar. Yeah, oh, Jamar shit. flashed the double bird. I, I can't wait to use that as like a meme format. It's great. It's gonna be so good. Uh, all right, Nathan Peterman Award. Let's go uh, reverse snake here. Oh, shit. I, I did the wrong order. I, I went stuck up, stuck down in my notes. It's fine. I'm never going to be able to fix that. <laughs> all right, Nathan Peterman Award. Dustin, what's your Nathan Peterman Award? <laughs> my Nathan Peterman Award goes to the Dolphins fan that left their grill <laughs> on the hood of their car <laughs> and ended up burning down, like, five cars. I think it might have been, like, damp- burned them down for sure and damaged probably, like, yeah. I don't know, like a total. Yeah, several like, more. Yeah, like, it was <laughs> bad, dude. You can't call yourself, I, I mean, I'm assuming it's an adult. It's got to be an adult. Well, you think it's a child? <laughs> but if you don't have the grilling Son, skills. Son, put this grill in the trunk. If you don't have <laughs> the wherewithal to know not to leave your grill on the car, as you go into the game, too, like, like, it's just, just, just put a, it just put it out. Just like, a terrible performance. Yeah, no, that's 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 the performance that hurt their team the most. The Dolphins, I mean, would have would have won by a lot more had they not heard about those cars in the parking lot. Yeah, uh, <laughs> keep in mind, everyone. Mac Jones was rated the 85th best player in the NFL. Uh, he has back spasms. He, he didn't look. He good. has back spasms. <laughs> that's that's rough. He's man. spasming that's... in his back. Uh, all right, Nathan Peterman Award for me. I have two two here. I think I'm going to say the, the second one just because I feel like it's low-hanging fruit at this point. I have to give it um, to Nathaniel Hackett. There it is. Yeah, I knew that was coming, and uh, I had it too. Well, no, my other one is low-hanging fruit. Oh, I'll let you talk about Nathaniel Hackett. I have my other one I can talk about. Okay, yeah, go for it. All right, my other one is Mr. Matthew Stafford. Ah. Yeah, there it is. Uh, the vindication I always will feel whenever they... What was his stat line even? It wasn't uh, that bad, was it? It was bad, dude. I mean, like, I so he he was 29 of 41 for 240 yards with a 5.9 average, one touchdown, three interceptions. Uh. Yes, he was sacked seven times. Um, but, like, you take away him throwing to Cooper Cup, 
it's not like he was throwing beautiful balls to Cooper Cup. Like, even the touchdown that Cooper Cup caught, where Cooper had to, like, have, like, three Do, like, feet the, in at the, 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 the end. Tap, yeah. yeah, he put it only where he could get it. But, like, other than that, a lot of them were just throwing it to Cooper and, like, making him, like, do stuff after the catch. Yeah. Like, I'm curious. I'm like that. He he hyper-targeted Cooper Cup. Throwing anywhere else, he looks lost. I know his, his arm is not – his elbow is not great. He didn't look well, – His mechanics looked bad. He, he was throwing, like – he usually is kind of like a three-quarter sidearm kind of a guy. Yeah. Kind of like Phillip Rivers. Not quite to the extent of, like, a shot put throw. But, like, he was throwing, like, weirdly over the top, like Peyton did. Like, he he throw like, his he just mechanics look terrible. Yeah. And, like, something that, like, he just never looked comfortable. And I, if you're a Rams fan, be very concerned. Like, there was not, I, I, you cannot leave that game and be like, oh, he'll be fine. I feel like the worst part for Stafford was that after the game, everybody kind of called him racist. Yeah, because Cup is white and Higby is white. He's and from Georgia. That was like eighteen of his like twenty five like completed passes. That was just that was a tough look for Matt. Yeah, and and it's something that like I don't know. He gets. We talked about it last year all the time. Like in the playoffs, yeah. Did he make a couple like clutch throws? Yes. But he also like should the Rams have even been there? Had what's his name from the Niners? caught that duck of a ball that he threw. Oh, yeah. Like, there that was guy had a funny name. I don't remember what it was. Stafford, it might, was it Tart? Was it Jaquiski? Like, it was Jaquiski, yeah. Jaquiski Tart? Yeah. I think it was him. Uh, uh, where he just, Stafford has games. Jaquiski. <laughs> I just held Kevin up just the Rebel Stoke, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't, if you're listening. Um, he just had plays where he just says, fuck it, my brain's off, and I'm just going to throw it in there. And it's it's just t- terrible decisions. Mm-hmm. And on on national television, even better, he never looked good. They only scored 10 points. Yeah, it's against the Bills. But your team just won the Super Bowl. Like, yeah, not, you lost You lost OBJ, but, like, you added Allen Robinson, who I, I guess played. I mean. We're told he was out there. We were told he was yeah. out there. Um, he did throw to Ben Skoranek, also another white guy, six times, who <laughs> <laughs> caught the ball four times. I mean, that's... Very suspicious, Matt. <laughs> 20, 22 catches that were made on the team. I guess I don't know if Brandon Powell is white or not, but yeah, some of these 20, guys, yeah, 22 we sure. of his 29 completions were to white players. Uh, is Matthew Stafford racist? Yeah, it was the Let's thing where they were showing the like family guy, like the border checklists, like meme. It, it, was, it was bad. It was not a good situation. Yeah. All right. That's my Nathan Beard reward. Congrats, Matthew Stafford. Hopefully to see you again on it. Oh, yeah. You're going to put him on there every week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Matthew Stafford only threw two touchdowns this week. Nathan Peterman. Yeah. Um, all right, my Nathan Peterman, uh, we mentioned him earlier, Nathaniel Hackett, Oof. Green Bay Packers coaching staff alum. Uh, Hackett had... Got that w- clock management from one, Fleur. Yeah, one of the worst <laughs> exhibitions of clock management that I've ever seen, and I've watched Andy Reid my entire life. Like, Yeah. <clears throat> so the the Seahawks were leading by, was it one point, one point. I think? Yeah, one point. They're leading one point against the Broncos. Russell Wilson, the Broncos had the ball at around the 50 yard line. I think a little bit past the 50 yard line with a minute and change left. And they somehow ended up when they, when they took over possession, they had four minutes left on the clock. And I think two timeouts. Yeah. No, they had all three. Well, then there you go. Yeah. All three. Yeah. So, but anyway, they're on the 50 with like a minute and change 
and they're like it, the best the best way to watch this play unfold is to watch the Manning cast and to just watch Peyton Manning slowly lose his mind at the clock management. I I think I think we might need to take a timeout here, guys. Let's, let's take a timeout. Come on, let's take a timeout. Like he he was he was slowly going insane watching them bleed off like seventy percent of the remaining time to then call a timeout and then try to kick a sixty-four yard field goal, a field goal that their kicker has. No business attempting. He has never made a 60-plus yard field goal in his entire career. No, he he has in Denver. Okay. McManus has in Denver. For Not con- in Seattle. For, for context. It rains a lot in Seattle. For, <laughs> air is con- a lot heavier. <laughs> for context, 64-yard-plus uh, field goals in the history of the NFL. Do you know what the make and miss percentage Do you know what the, that percentage is? I, th- I think it's been what made it once, and that was last year. It is, it is two for 41. Woo! And yet, that's what you were cool with just yeah. doing. Uh, God, it, it was, was it was a bad look. It, and it, one of those two was Justin Tucker, the best kicker in the league, hitting off the crossbar. Yeah, like, barely. In, indoors. In a dome. Indoors. Yeah. And that doesn't even bring into fact, like, I, I wanted to, like, put him on here. Like, he was, I had him written on. Because uh, the Broncos also had 12 penalties for 106 yards. Yeah. Penalties? And clock management, that is solely on coaching. Like, that's yeah. that's just on getting your team ready and knowing what to do. And Nathaniel Hackett, uh, I am so happy we got we went with Kevin O'Connell. It was it was rough. Like it was a tough look. I think he can it, I, I'm not I'm not gonna write him off completely, but this was a bad first game. And, and what made it worse, what made it worse is Brandon McManus, who I, he is very. He's he was a, he was on the Super Bowl winning team. He's the only person left on the Broncos from that Super Bowl winning team in, I think it was 2015. I imagine the kicker um, being the only person left on the team from the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, couldn't be me. Oh well, thank, thank you, Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, was Crosby not on that team? Crosby was on that he team. Was. Yeah. Oh, so him, him, Aaron him and Aaron. Aaron. Oh, oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, so he he was the only one left on that team, and he posted after the game being like. Like I, I'm sorry, Bronco Nation, or like I'm sorry, everyone. Like I, I felt good about it, and like you need, like even Shannon Sharp on the thing, he was like saying like he has to start on the right goalpost and hook it in there, and he had the distance, yeah, but he started it like middle and he hooked it, but I, wide. but I don't blame him for that. No, I, I still no, no. blame Hackett. But like that's yeah. the thing, he's saying that like everyone in the res- response is like, yeah, I can't believe we we paid you two hundred forty million dollars to miss that kick. <laughs> and it's like, oh, it's a shot at Russell Wilson. Yeah. Um, Russell Wilson, I am more and more, I was pretty convinced about this. I've already been on air very vocally that he's the cringiest dude. Yes. And that's with a quarterback. My quarterback is Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Kirk Second leans cringiest. into the dad. Like he, he, like look what he was wearing after the game. Yeah, Russell Wilson leans into the robot. Like Kirk, Kirk got that shirt from using Cole's cash. Yeah. Like, and yet like. We found out like his wife picks out his like fits and like she even said like I take full responsibility like I I you know and he just is like he should cool have Jamar it. Chase pick his outfits he should have Justin <laughs> Jefferson pick his outfits could you, could you imagine Kirk oh, like we're rolling up with some Kirk, like Kirk and Gucci Joe Burrow shades. have to show up in the same <laughs> outfit so if they maybe they alternate so like one week they both come with the Coles cash shirt yeah and then the next week they both show up in like you know giant furry coats but like what I love is like he's like unabashedly himself like whereas like Russell's the opposite. Where he's cringy and basically like the same like style as Kirk probably, yeah. But he thinks he's so sweet, yeah. And it was interesting that Lockett and Pete Carroll and a lot of other Seahawks players have been 
Doug Baldwin came in the news where he was just like, <laughs> mm, like he like laughing basically that they lost. They don't like Russell. No, I mean, how like, could you? Like he, he, I don't think he's well liked. He's, at he's all. an annoying human being. And like he is, he when the cameras are on, that's when he's like super rah rah team and all that. He he's if if JJ Watt was a quarterback, yeah. that's Russell Wilson. Yeah, yeah. And, and I and I think it's just so funny that like he just, I don't know, like yeah, he, he his look at his stat line. Like Kirk always gets bashed for his like good stat line, but they lose. Mm-hmm. But like Russell, like that's that's what this game was. He threw so many underthrown balls. Like the the touchdown to Judy, it was a horrible football. Yes. Like and Judy did everything on that play. Mm-hmm. Like he led the NFL, I think, in yards expected. Like after the catch, like he that should have been he should have been tackled right there, but he you know broke away from the poor tackle. Yeah. And like I don't know, the, Russell the, Wilson is the Broncos just... in general yes. problems. Yeah. Yeah. Bron- Broncos country. Left wide. Oh, that uh, sucks. Uh, all right. Um, that was our tangent on the Broncos. Yep. All right. Stock up. Uh, if we're going back in the, the snake, snake, I'm up. Um, right? Wouldn't no, I, no, wouldn't I be no, up? No, Kevin, yeah, I you're, up, you're up. Yeah, you're okay. up. Yeah. So my stock up uh, is going to be Brian Dable, uh, head coach of the New York football giants yeah. with balls of steel. Balls bigger than the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, yeah. The Randy Marsh meme was making the rounds on Twitter, and yeah. rightfully so, because he called a two-point conversion, uh, elected not to kick the extra point and tie the Titans at the end of the game. Yeah. Two-point conversion for the win. Successful. And I mean, I don't think the Titans are going to be a force this year, but they're still a quality team. The Giants. No, the Titans. Oh, oh I see what you're and, saying. And the Giants beat them. Yeah. Which is way more than anyone expected for the Giants to do. So... My stock up is Brian Dable. I in think. Tennessee, too. Yeah. 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 In Tennessee, I think that he, I'm not going to say he's going to make the Giants good, but he is much better than anyone that they've had there for a long, long time. Yeah. Uh, uh, is it Joe? I think it's Joe Shane is how you pronounce his name. Who? Their GM. I don't know. The guy that came from the Patriots. Couldn't tell you. And then, obviously, Dable. Like, they actually seemed like I think both the 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 New York slash New Jersey teams have like are in good spots with their organization. Like they have finally been like, okay, let's figure this shit they, out. They've cut out the dysfunction. Yeah. Like yeah. they 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 rooted out the cancer and like the terribleness that was like Gettleman and Adam Gase. Like they they've <laughs> gotten rid of all of the residual effects of that, and they're now starting from like the and they ground just up. have the purity of Daniel Jones. Yeah, and can fully unleash him. Well, like Saquon, who I was a ma- I was a really big fan of Saquon going into like the fantasy football season, mm-hmm. but the like it's, it's weird. Why don't you have many leagues? Because I didn't want to take him at eleven. Like that's one of those Sounds things. Like you weren't that big of a fan. That's one of the things. Like you know, having like a late first rounder. It's like. Do I want to like I, I don't if know? If you there, truly believe, you got to reach for your guys. How did that work out for you, week one? I mean, if you have eleven, you Bad. also have <laughs> Cortland Sutton. Yeah, hey, you he's gonna he's gonna figure 14, it out. So, huh? If you have eleven, you also have fourteen. You just gotta hope he doesn't go twelve, thirteen. What are you talking about? You said if how you a had draft had eleven at fourteen. No, I'm I'm talking in a ten man league. Sorry, ten man league. I had nine and eleven. So I'm not going to get another pick until you would have had nine and twelve. Same thing, whatever. It's either way, <laughs> the, the the point is the same. Dustin just dunked on you with math. That's yeah. tough. That's that a tough is, look for you. That is a tough look. Yeah, um, this guy knows drafts. Yeah. So, so Saquon, like he, is your stock up going to be is, DJ Chark? He is 
fully day. back, which is good. Um, all right, my stock up. Not gonna spend much time just because I, this is this is my Homer one. Oh boy, it's the Vikings. Oh wow, it is. How can you? Not, I mean, a lot of I don't put a whole lot of stock in like power rankings, but like ESPN, NFL.com, they had them all in like the twenties. Yeah, like they were all super and now low on them. All in the high teens. No, now they're all in the low teens. Eh, uh, not the ones I saw because the Vikings fans were complaining about it. Oh, I don't know, but either way. Like they, the Vikings are like if they. I what was most gave me the most hope is the game plan that we have and like the identity that Kevin O'Connell and Ed Donatell are wanting to set for the offense and defense. That is something that can be replicated. Like you have the clear identity. Whereas Zimmer, I feel like we lost that the last couple of years. We weren't sure. Like we had the I mean, offensive I'd... pieces to throw the ball, but he was so unwilling to do that and lean yeah. into that. Whereas now we have a coach that recognizes like we have really fucking good players that can catch the football yeah. and like a quarterback that can actually throw it. Yeah. I, I miss Mike Zimmer a lot. <laughs> yeah. I, I think and, you should bring him and back. And like I, I Mike Zimmer, he's the third, you know, has the third most wins in Vikings coach history for a reason. He was successful, but this, the, Twilight of his, you know, ten years. Like here. the last most like functional eyes, though. Like he, <laughs> he, he, lo- he kind of just refused to adapt to the team that he had, and I think that was obviously his downfall. Now having a coach that recognizes that, like that, gives me a lot of like optimism. So like I, I mean, I don't know. The NFC is wide open, especially with the injury that happened to Dak Prescott. Him being out, the Cowboys are kind of like dead in the water at the moment. Especially without the Eagles played, even the Giants, the Commanders. Like, the Cowboys are last in their division, which is really funny considering they won, what, 12, 13 games last year? 11 yeah. games, whatever it was. High, they were the highest scoring offense, mm-hmm. which, you know, they look terrible. Tough look. And now they don't have Dak for like six weeks. So, four, according to Jerry Jones, is yeah. magical healing juice. Yeah, so that's my stock up. Doesn't. All right. Uh, I think it's funny that you put the Vikings as your stock up because they're not even like the top team in the NFC North. <laughs> Here it is. What, what it metric? Is. What metric are they not? Wins. That do you? Well, what's the tiebreaker? Do you not the understand? Bears. Let me let me let me do some quick NFL standings googling here and see who's at at the top. No, my. I feel uh, like it'd be differential. So I've got, I've got yeah. two stock ups, <laughs> right? Like or, or like division records. Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't think that the Bears are ever going to be above in that situation. Wait till yes. week two, or or Wait points for, or points against. Even or... even in week two, like if we win, like I don't think you'll leap us. Like we'll still have two wins. <laughs> I don't think he realizes those standings work. Yeah, go, yeah, go yeah. ahead, does it? How does it feel? How does it feel to be one and zero? Bask in this. It feels amazing. Like in a monsoon, <laughs> and that's gonna lead into my first stock up. I've got two. Don't you oh, dare Jesus. say Justin Fields. It's no. My first stock up is slip and slide. It's Cole Komet. Oh, oh Jesus. okay. Because Justin Fields oh, he just did, he did made s- slip and slides profits. Got yeah, slip and slide stock going way up. Way oh, up. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. If, if you guys want stock advice in the Chicago in area, slip and slide right now. Bye bye bye. In the greater Chicago area. <laughs> no, but uh my eight of seventeen for one twenty one. Let's go. <laughs> one win. Yeah. And every and everyone in the Chicago area saw that and thought I'm gonna go buy it. What's it what's his career win loss now? It's not good. <laughs> Can't tell you. It's like five and sixteen or something. Uh, but so no, what's my, your second? My stock, my stock up is uh, Carson Wentz. Ooh, so former in the talks of being an MVP. In when in 2017? Yes, he was in the talks <laughs> of being the MVP. 
Former in the talks. But guess what? Everybody started shitting on him and thinking he wasn't all that. Well, he's he's back. He's back, and he only threw two interceptions against the Jags. (laughs) Because the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's a North Dakota guy. What does that mean? Yeah, I don't know. He didn't have any of the hype going in. That's he. He was in a small school. He still has proven himself in the NFL. Like, yeah, you know what's hype. funny? Like he had a worse QBR than Trevor Lawrence in that game. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Four touchdowns is pretty good. Okay. So Dustin, is this is this a victory lap because we kind of shit on Carson Wentz and Terry McLaurin? Our- and Terry, How did Terry do? Terry, two for 58 and happened to get a touchdown. So one of his two catches was a touchdown. I mean, if you get in the end zone, you're <laughs> doing good. I mean, okay, well, we'll see how he does next week against uh, – he probably plays a cupcake game next week. Oh, the Lions. Yeah, he's going to yeah. he's gonna light that like, up. Careful, actually. they're frisky, man. Yeah, they're oh, very frisky. He's staying on the stock up then. <laughs> All right, uh, stock, stock down. What's your stock down? My stock down is the Cowboys. Oh, bold. I mean, yeah, you're – you're losing, you're losing Dak. They for looked a terrible weeks. before they lost yeah, they, Dak they too. Looked they looked really bad. They lost Amari Cooper. I mean, none of the other guys really stepped e- up. Ezekiel so. Elliott yeah. has a Power Rangers visor that you can't see through at all. It's like the, the color black. I will say though, like Zeke actually, like the problem was they just didn't really try to go in the run game. Like, their offense was so Zeke. bad because like he was efficient in the touches he got. Like he, I think he averaged like five. Five point two, yeah. So yeah. like he did well, like in the touches he got. I think they tried to incorporate, like they had like a lot of Tony. I don't think Tony Pollard had that great of a game, if I remember correctly. Tony Pollard was six carries for eight yards, yeah. so it could have been better. Horrible, yeah. yeah. So like I, I think it's one of those things that they just like Cooper Rush is. I don't know. I even with Dak though, like he sucked. I so. feel like even with Dak and maybe with Cooper Rush, they will simplify things and kind of allow him to be a game manager. I'm not going to completely write them off, but yeah, they look like just because of the division they're in. Yeah, like the Eagles look good. Like their offense looked good. Like the running offense, they scored a lot of the points. Defense did not. Their defense did not. No. You know, like they, they they gave up a lot. So I don't know. AJ Brown looks sweet on the on the Eagles. Yeah, yeah, he does. We'll get that in the preview. But all right, stock down. All right, uh, my stock down is kickers. Uh, rough week yeah, for kickers. T- t- tough in the streets here. Rough week for kickers. Uh, Rodrigo Blankenship, RIP mm. on the Colts. Um, Goodbye, he, goggles. Yeah, that, that's that's tough. Um, th- that was a gross game to watch. I am. I don't even know. Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, he got his. You know, he got his touches. He got his yards. Michael Pittman, skinny, but D- they did but well. Effective. But like, yeah. that that would be so. Like, if you're a Colts fan. That's like worse than a loss because like yeah, that th- game should have been to boss man should have been a win for yeah. sure. Uh, and then of course Evan McPherson, ah, uh, that's a tough look. That is yeah, let's, really let's rough. <laughs> like missing because the, the blocked extra point, I can kind of overlook because the line collapsed and like. You but even even that. then, he kind of hit that thing low. Yeah, like, no, he extra hit points. It low. You shouldn't hit him low. It shouldn't at be all. possible to block it. And, and like yeah. Jamar Chase's expression, like we walked into Cowboy Jacks right when that happened, yeah. and like we they showed a long shot of him on the sideline after he scored the what should have been the go ahead winning touchdown, mm-hmm. like with like no seconds left. Uh, he just stood on the bench and just kind of just like hung his head, hung his head in disbelief, kind yep. of just like just stared like, are you fucking kidding me? And, and and then you add the the missed field goal in overtime. I mean, it. I was like, is did Blair Walsh 
suit up and like kidnap Evan McPherson. Like, and he's just like, I am, I am him now. And like, it was so was, bad. Was Blair Walsh bad besides that one game? I don't know. He was, he was bad his second knowledge. year. He, he was okay. unbelievable his rookie year. He was okay. 10 of 10 on 50 plus yard field goals his rookie season. Mm-hmm. And then after that, both him and Matt Khalil, the they we both yeah, them at the same lineman. time. Yep. They both just sucked from after their rookie year. Bummer. Like it was just like it was wild. I hate to see it. So yeah, that was tough. Yeah. So kickers, kickers down. Uh, my stock down uh, is going to be the media because <laughs> the media. Baker Mayfield was calling out the media, asking why everyone's making such a big deal about this game that happened this last weekend. And honestly, it's about time someone called out the media for their clickbait and their sensationalizing of simple sensational comments okay, from Aaron, Baker. Aaron, calm down. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, but that that was that was so funny where Baker's like, why was everyone making such a big deal about this game? And I was like, because you said you were going to kick their asses. You said <laughs> you said that you were going to like beat them by 30 points. Yeah, y- and you, you did lost. this, Baker. Yeah, like... <laughs> What? It's like the SpongeBob like home monitor like trying to Baker trying to figure out who like told the media to pay attention to this game like it was you dude yeah and you played awful and you lost to the Browns congratulations yeah not not good not good Baker it was um, a weird gross game well like and that's one of those things too like both teams are very you know in Bad. transitions <laughs> and like they're not gonna be contending for their division yeah. most likely so it just it was tough that that was like such like a hyped up game because of that mm-hmm. and it was just super underwhelming it was very whelming also use christian mccaffrey more and i have no personal stake in that whatsoever not, i just think not that even maybe, two not even two i think maybe you should just give him it. give him a shot more maybe, maybe maybe two stakes in it i definitely don't have two yeah no i are they foil wrap stakes you know it <laughs> hey yeah <laughs> you had nothing you had no response to that all right week uh, two preview um let's start uh both of our teams play in prime time which yes, is exciting uh we have the the second ever um what is it hammered heartbreak hammered heartbreak, hammered heartbreak back going to back, back boys, to back let's go uh yeah because you know Kevin and I won't Dustin, have one between each other for a if long you lose, time. Do you want to try the pecan I think, whiskey? I think that should just be like we got to like finish it. Make that that uh, should just okay. be the stock one. So unfortunately, like Kevin just used that. Yeah. Um, I don't think Dustin likes whiskey too much. I don't mind whiskey. What if we do Everclear though? Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck you. No. Grain alcohol. Let's do it. Uh, all right. Week two preview. Chicago. Takes on Green Bay. Sunday night, Sunday night football. football at Lambeau. I'm worried. Are really? So Are I'm not actually? I'm not worried, worried, but like if we lose this game, the season might be over. What, We're what, in a very similar situation. What do you both last have, year. You, have either of you looked at the lines at all? No. No. All right. What do you think the line is right now as we're recording this on Wednesday? Packers minus seven and a half. Doesn't. Oh. It's at Green it's at Lambeau. So. Yeah. Packers minus nine and a half. <laughs> he nailed it. Oh, Packers minus nine and a half. He nailed it. Over under. What do we think it is here? Hey, over under. 42. 40. 42. That's a very specific. Usually they're a half in there. Yeah. I'm going to say 46 and a half. 42 and a half. Oh, dude. Wow. <laughs> oh, he this just guy. nails him. Holy oh, shit. Man. He has zero faith in his team, I guess, or at least in well, Vegas. No, I, that's how many I points is your Vegas. team expected to lose by? So my team is going to score 43. Do do we think this – are, <laughs> you, la- are you labeling this a trap game? 
Now, I'm not labeling this would be a trap game had we not lost last week. It is now very much like clear that we have to win this I, game. I just, this I, is not a game that you look over because you got boat race last I week. I just don't see, uh, you know, obviously this is where I want both of you guys to lose. I know that's not possible. I think you want, I think you want my team to lose more. Probably. Correct? Yeah. Probably. I mean, that just makes sense. I feel more confident I don't know, going against the Bears would be team. in the lead in the NFC North. You know the Vikings get a play, right? <laughs> like, yeah, play who said they're going to win? Yeah, it's fair. Um, so I I feel like this is just setting up completely for this is the the you know relax game. This is the Aaron Rodgers like you know on Sunday Night Football. It's hosting the Bears. And, like, the defense will have a bounce-back performance against a quarterback that did not – yes, it's in a monsoon, but still has not looked good. And, like, I don't – I just I'm, – I'm tempted to agree with you, but know. the pessimist in me cannot shake the fear. And the silver lining of this game is that if we lose, I can stop caring. Really? You I won't. Throw it in the towel. I won't, you but, I, but I could Week stop two. caring. I won't stop caring. Because Week I, two in a I physically 17 game can't. season. Yeah, I physically can't stop caring, but I, I could. I don't I give a shit to. that we have a relatively easier schedule coming up after these, like, you know. No, it, but it, it's, I mean, it's the same thing. And we had last year with the Lions game, the exact same thing. Week yeah. two, after the blowout, trying to figure out what this team is. And thank God I don't have a hat bet. Where I have to potentially eat a hat this year because that would have been. You just have a whiskey bet. I I mean I can eat whiskey. We do than have hats. another bet though too for the defenses. <clears throat> Remember. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I don't quite understand. I yeah, feel I don't like know how it's going to work because like I, I feel like we can like like we're, it's based on the difference from like the top to the to the team. But like, what if the Packers are five, but then the the. Like Vikings are, I don't. I feel no, like it doesn't work. What was the? It was, it was the, the Bears because the Vikings it was, was just oh, like, Vikings was like, just had to be remember. Vikings just had to be sixteen or better DVOA. That yeah, was the our, only our bet. bet oh, is okay. like what are they right now? They, I think they finished like right on that number. I think they're like sixteen. I don't know. The Bears. DVOA. So it's like the Bears have to be. Their run defense grade was not great. It was like twenty eight. Like because it was like the gap between the Packers and one has to be smaller than the gap between the Bears and thirty two. But yeah. like if the Bears. Are thirty one? Then I lose. We have a, no, we have a no, long no. way to go before we get there. So I think, so, yeah, no, what it is is if the Bears are closer to thirty two than the Packers are to uh, the Vikings are eighteenth in DVOA yeah. right now. Oh, so that's uh, not a good look at. Yeah, that's a, it's tough. They're on pace to be the eighteenth best team <laughs> in DVOA this season. Or what's the Packers DVOA? That's uh, not. That's not. Let's not get that's bogged not, down. That's not part that? of the bet. That's not part of the bet. I know. What is that? Just out of curiosity, what is that? It's probably less. Probably. What is it? You're probably different. Aren't you just looking at a DVOA different number? Is... I'm looking up the DVO. Just give me a second. <laughs> All right. It's, uh, yeah, it's different. What is it? It's 31st. Oh. Hey, should <laughs> I, how many do... teams are there in the league? Uh, it's at least 31. What did you, what did you rank the, the Packers defense this year? Uh, one. So I got oh. it almost exactly flipped. Yeah, yeah. almost. <laughs> <laughs> we got 16 more games. So I'll figure I think, it out. I think, well, well, we got time. Um, they're ranked first in past schedule, zero percent. What's what is your what's your confidence level out of ten here? Ten obviously being we're winning this. No problem. seven. Okay, Dustin. Uh, <laughs> he grins. <laughs> he grins. The shit eating grin of like I, I think know. it's like uh, four and a half. 
That's that's pretty good for them. Like I, I feel like they, I feel like this is one of those games that they're expe- obviously expected to lose. They're nine and a half point dogs. Yes, but dogs, dogs. I mean, it's still so early in the season. I think people are hyping up the Packers way too much. I don't think people. I are think Aaron Rodgers is done. <laughs> I think Aaron Rodgers is done. Yeah, he's no. washed. Oh yeah, no, Rodgers is washed. He's out of the wash. He's out, he's dried. Oh yeah, he's gone. <laughs> He's folded. They're gonna and put away. The Packers will cut Aaron Rodgers after this season. Wow. Wow. That's a lot of dead money. Yeah. Yikes, that would <laughs> be a very that's detrimental not smart move to your team to financially yeah. for a long time. And the thing too is they are not gonna get a top five quarterback in the who's, next draft. Who's who's a better quarterback? Uh Justin Fields or Jordan Love? Because we'll we'll see both of them in this Fields. game. Yeah? We'll see both oh, yeah. in this game. Okay, oh, yeah. we'll see. Who do you think you want to make a, a secondary bet? There's an additional shot for who has a better QBR. Jordan Love or Justin Fields? Yeah. Ooh. What do you get if you don't play? It's nothing. Zero. Okay, yeah, we'll take it. What? I feel yeah, like if we'll you don't play, it. We'll you, ta- you I'll default to zero. It. Oh, well, no, I don't want that. <laughs> I'm not that confident. What do you mean? You're not saying the Packers I think if Jordan Love doesn't Jordan play, that it's a push at that point. No. So you both do half a shot. Okay. Yeah, deal. All right. I like that bet. <laughs> this is fun for me. All right. <laughs> Why do I keep doing this? This is great. Because I mean, we have to finish that bottle. That's a problem. I'm just like that like that meme where it's like that sickos meme where I'm just sitting outside the window like, yes, do it. Like, I'm just sitting out there. Adam, could you believe it? We almost had to do six let's put Let's put combined. Kirk Cousins in this bet. We we did not have to almost do that. If, if by saying well, going, almost going it, into the game, lost, we had a chance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I Before feel like the first drive we had a chance. If we want to get through this bottle, the Vikings need to lose a lot more. Oh, yeah. yeah why don't we, so? Since we have a bet, if Adam, if the Vikings lose, you have to do it too. No, that's not how that works. It's the if it's, Kirk it's Cousins do if, if Kirk Cousins loses. has the no, low, how about how about, not, that, how about this? How about this? We have to keep the value no, 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 of I, the bet going. I have an idea. So we have our bet one, and if and if Jordan Love doesn't play as a push, it's half half. If both of them play, and they both have a better QBR than Kirk. You have to do one. Yes. If they both play and they have a and they both no, no, have no. a better QBR than Kirk, you have to do a Let's shot. Just do oh, this. so he whoever, Justin Fields has to have a better whoever like, has Justin Fields QBR. and Jordan Love have to have a better QBR than Kirk, and if they both do, then you take the shot. Not Why don't me or we Justin. do this? Why don't we do this? What so, happens if Jordan Love doesn't play? Our then three quarterbacks still a push with me and Dustin. Our three okay. quarterbacks, whoever has the lowest QBR has to do a shot that week. I feel like we're just adding so many shots now every yeah, week. Why not? That's, that's I, I like what we have set up here with the QBR on its face. Yeah. And I only like it because I'm, I'm desperately hoping the Packers will win. <laughs> but yours are like betting with Jordan Love. Yeah. That's where it's like. Hey, he had a, he had a, great, he had a great day last week. Because I feel like if it's Aaron Rodgers, you kind of have to like handicap it where like he has to have X no, but it's not with that. Jordan Love. It, it has to be with Jordan Love. I mean, it, it can't be with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah. Unless you, if you did it that way, you have to be like Aaron Rodgers has to have this many more like QBR points yeah. higher. Yeah, because like that's just his standard. Yeah. Um, but oh, you know who's last in the league in DVOA after Week One? The Eagles, the Rams. Wow, that's minus sixty six percent. That's funny. And the All Bills right. are number one. Let's let's get to preview for the Vikings. Uh, they play on Monday Night Football uh, against the Eagles. There are two Monday or there are two Monday Night games. They're the second one, so they have the. <laughs> I don't know what's happening here Dustin, behind me. Dustin's leaving his chair. <laughs> Dustin's leaving the studio. <laughs> he like fucking hip checked the yeah, table that yeah. we're sitting at. Um, so right. the Vikings are traveling to Philly. Take on the Eagles. Monday Night Football. 
Um, When's the last time the Vikings played in Philly? Last year or the year before. Okay. It was last year because it was last year. Last time I for sure was because the last time I remember was the time that I enjoyed thoroughly. But I have no, a no, feeling no, it wasn't no. the we, most we, recent we've time. Played, we've played the Eagles multiple times since the NFC Championship game. Mm. The last time we had played the Eagles, that's when the linebacker, the former teammate of Kirk Cousins mm-hmm. on Washington, Zach Brown, said that Kirk Cousins band. was trash. He's trash. Uh, like he called him trash. Yeah, and that's when then Kirk. Went off for 350 plus, four touchdowns, no picks, and then he was cut the next day. That linebacker. So, Kirk Cousins in his career oh. against the Eagles, because he played them, you know, twice a year when he was with Washington, has played extremely well. So, like, that's obviously going in our favor. Um, the Eagles have, you know, Jalen Hurts and now AJ Brown. Their running attack, Miles Sanders looks to be pretty good. Gainwell looked pretty good. Boston Scott even looked good. Like they, their defense looks very eh. suspect. <laughs> like they have Darius Slay, and then they and acquired others. what other corner was it? Oh, um, Sauce Gardner, I think, from the Saints, the guy that ripped the chain. You know, he's gets in the fights. He makes the. the... Are there two corners named Sauce? Well, it's it's like Chauncey, like yeah, Gardner, or whatever. Gardner Johnson, know. or something, yeah. yeah. But uh, I thought he goes by Sauce. Maybe not. Um, no, I think he does. Yeah, I think you're right. I thought his nickname was that. Maybe not. So, I mean, it's it's something, I guess. This is where kind of the rubber meets the road because, like I said, I feel like the Vikings get up more for the Packers than any other game, which regardless of judgment or lack thereof on that fact, it's just kind of accepted that that's true. They're focusing on the Packers. So. You could say the same thing about every team with their biggest rival. So, well, eh, guess, you, can. you can't say that about the Packers. But anyway. Maybe, maybe they should. Then they would not lose as much to Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Anyway, so this is kind of where we see, you know, because all of week one, we didn't really talk about every game. NFL was kind of drunk on week one. Yeah. You always have to kind of see, is this for real or is this a mirage? Yeah. Because football such a complicated sport with the number of players and the you know complicated nature of plays and coaching and all that stuff. You can have crazy stuff happen any given week. It's the any given Sunday kind of thing. Yeah. And so in week one, you can't be sure that what you saw is the truth. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we're really going to get to see where the Vikings are at and kind of prove that they are in this upper tier of teams in the NFL. Yeah. And this is also a big thing for the Eagles, too, because the Eagles – they were they were kind of similarly rated like the Vikings. Like they were not the de facto one in their division, mm-hmm. the preseason rankings, and they they put them as like a wild card team, as like a potential for a wild card in a weaker NFC on paper. And I think that both these teams they played well, uh, especially you know at, at least in one phase of their game. And I think that this will be a big telling point of the trajectory of these their seasons, maybe. Yeah. So I, I think they both got off the right start with winning. Um, what do you think the line is right now? It's actually interesting because I when I made these earlier today, I kind of see the line has moved. Um, hmm. So I'm going to go by what it's currently at. Uh, actually, the Packers line, I didn't look at this. It went up from nine and a half for the Packers to 10 for oh. the Packers. So, and then, the, then and then the over under over under is 42. So the, they the had Packers. Yeah. That's what I said. No, the total. Yes. So your over under was right on, but the, the, the line, the line moved. 
the line did move up yeah. for the in the Packers' favor. The Vikings' line did move as well in the last few hours. So what do we think the line is? Which tell us which direction the line moved. No. Why? I'm not. <laughs> we don't even know what the base is. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. So just like give us the direction. I just want to know. Uh, it got more even. Got more. Okay. Um. So I'm gonna say that it's the line is. Uh, one and a half Eagles. Dustin? Who's home? Eagles. Eagles. Monday Night Football. Oh. Against the Vikings? Joe Buck, that's the Hall of Famer Troy Aikman. That's, that's, yeah. Yep. I'm going to say minus two and a half Eagles. <laughs> uh, the line is minus two. It was minus Damn two it. and a half. Kevin, we're so it is, good. It is two for the Eagles still. So it has moved down half a point towards the Vikings side. Over, under, what do we think? Oh, it's going to be a lot. Let's see here. I want to put the over-under at 55. No, I'm saying it's like 48 and a half. Over-under is 50 and a half. So Damn it. And that, that has stayed the same. So that, that hasn't moved. So it's 50 and a half. Um, I feel like six and a half confident in this game so what 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 is stopping you from being at a 10 um you know why i'm not at a 10. J- it's it's the the jalen hurts skill set the jalen hurts it, of it all it, it's yeah. the ability for him to beat us with his feet too like I, mm-hmm. I i'm not super concerned like i think last week was it, it bumped up his i wasn't super high on his arm ability uh, I do think he'll make that jump a little bit more, not quite like Josh Allen-esque in his third year um, that he did. Mm-hmm. But I do think that it will be like it, him, his connection with A.J. Brown does make me a little nervous. Um, but that being said, if we if the Vikings play the way they did, especially in the first half against mm-hmm. the Packers. They take all their play actions in the wrong direction. I think I think we we win this game. Mm-hmm. Not comfortably, but like, I I think we can go in and. Dustin, you're witnessing something special right now. (laughs) The flower of hope is blooming (laughs) in our friend. Oh yeah, it's bloomed. It's it's bloomed. (laughs) Um, not even like, and I extend that to die with the fall frost. I I I don't even (laughs) extend that. Which we're quickly approaching. Yeah, I don't. I I extend that past this. Like I am. I was very happy with, you know, there was obviously when we talked about our hiring, the Jim Harbaugh of it all, like we was like, oh, if that, you guys had Harbaugh, you'd that, be so that bad. That kind of like, I was like, oh, that, you know, there was, there was that little bit where you kind of like, it said like that side eye where you're like happened. looking, you're like, ooh, that, that kind of could be kind of fun. Could mm-hmm. you imagine the Vikings with Jim Harbaugh showing up to every press conference in khakis and Kirk Cousins fit? At every press conference. They could match at every press conference. Oh, my gosh. It would be insane. Um, But I think how this summer has gone with Kevin O'Connell, I have been been very vocal about how, like, excited I am with this. Like, he's saying all the right things. Why don't you use Kevin O'Connell's nickname? The the big cock. The the cock, yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Because, you know, I, I, I... 
put some respect on it where I say his full name. Well, I mean, I feel I like mean, it's I'd just rather you got be your mind in the gutter. Big cock than yeah. Anything else. yeah, I think that's the most respectful thing you can call someone. So I, I think that like I'm, I'm excited about this season, but like I'm really excited about how he can, you know, him as a head coach, just because it's such a breath of fresh air for us. So I, I feel pretty good about Monday night. I think it's, you know, the last few years Kirk has played on Monday night. It's resulted in wins, and like we've done well. It's, you know, is he, it? Yeah. Recently, yes. But yeah, in the last couple that, years, no. yes. Okay. Before that, obviously, I'm not the big googling number, anything. But, Don't pay um, attention to me. So, okay, he's two and nine on Monday in his career. Yeah, and he's won the last two. So, so he was zero and nine. <laughs> yeah, that was a big thing. Okay. Keep in mind what <laughs> so what team was he on for a lot of that. Like you look at you you peel. We're not allowed to say that team you, anymore. You peel yeah, back the layers on that, and you look at the actual like things okay, that happen no, in those well, games. Here, here we go though. In prime time, in general, he's eight and seventeen. So that's way better than two and nine. Right. Like, and that's where it's like a it, it's it's a false it's a false thing where you look at his like the actual performance of him. It's not like he's going out there and just sucking. Like that's not well, what happens. Was. No. Yeah. Ooh, after the win, I think Kirk is now 60, 59, and 2 in his career. Yeah. So he's he's officially in the positive. Correct. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, it's top 10. So <laughs> put him in the hall. Take yeah, the banner. I, I, I feel pretty good about it. All right, two-man drill. Let's go for it. All right. So we each have two. We're each going to ask each other one question, um, and we're going to go from there. All right, let's start with Adam, and you'll do the two questions, and I'll do two questions, and then Dustin does two questions. Okay. And just say who it's to. All right. All right, ready? Set, go. Break. Dustin, who should be more concerned by week one, the 49ers or the Bengals? The 49ers. The Bengals have nothing to worry about, except for kickers. So the Bears are really bad, and the 49ers should be worried that they lost. Yeah, the 49ers are <laughs> trash. <laughs> I mean, the Bengals The Bengals are still the reigning AFC champs. Mm-hmm. They had a couple of missed kicks. Whatever. Tied for last in their division. That's fine. I mean, yeah. There's a lot of teams that are tied for last in the division right now. Okay. Guess well. what? Some of those teams will make the playoffs, and the Bengals are going to be one of them. Ooh, okay. okay. All right, do, do your next one. Oh, all right, I go right away? Yeah, yeah. yeah all right, Kevin, uh, who will be the first coach fired this year? Oh, geez. Um, let's see. Can I say Scott Frost? <laughs> <There you go>. <laughs> <laughs> let's see here. I'm taking a peek at all the teams. I think that let's see who really sucks. Bill Belichick can't get fired. Um, Eberflus probably can't get fired either. Hmm. I don't know. It's kind of a tough question. Eberflus is one and all. I feel like if I feel like this is gonna be kind of weird. But if the Seahawks and they did well, but if they like completely shit the bed this year. They could move on from Pete Carroll. Maybe he doesn't get fired, but he resigns, and it's a mutual thing. What if they have like a top pick and they get like CJ Stroud, Bryce Young? Maybe not. Breath of fresh air. Okay, I'm gonna go Cliff Kingsbury. Final answer. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I right. think everybody hates him. All right, Kevin, ask your questions. All right, my two minute uh, questions. Adam, should the Cowboys trade for Jimmy G? No, just based on how they view Dak's injury, I feel like they're gonna have to give up. A good amount because the Niners will try. What to if it was for a second round pick? And also because I don't know. I also don't think Jimmy G is that much more of an upgrade over Cooper Rush. Okay, uh, Dustin, do you think the Bengals lost this week because they didn't utilize Samaje Ryan enough? You thought we weren't going to mention him, but we did. I saw him way too much in this game. <laughs> so the opposite. Yeah, uh, 
I feel like they would have done better had they just kept mixing in or, I don't know, found some fan. Giron Bernard's not on the team some anymore. Fan. Yeah, they could have just been like, hey, you're a you're a big dude. Come run the ball for us. Like, All right. Well, for those of you keeping score at home, that's three episodes in a row with a Samaje reference. All right. P. Ryan. Dustin. All right. Uh, Kevin, how afraid of the Bears are you this week? Well, you could take the opposite of what I said for my team, so I guess like three out of ten. False. <laughs> your opinion is wrong. I know you're. How, what, what, what am more, I at? What am oh, I? At? You're at least like a five and a half. <laughs> it's not even that much. It's more than Why half. Did you not say like ten? Oh, this I is... mean, I mean, you're where I'm putting you. You think that we still have a good chance to win? No. <laughs> no. All right, we'll see you next week. <laughs> All right. I can't wait until you have to do like five shots. <laughs> oh my god. I'm just gonna do three Kevin, shots you're every finishing week. Finishing that bottle yourself. <laughs> if Jordan Love has been <laughs> No, not doing that. All right. Adam. Last one. When do you think the Vikings are gonna start lighting up a lot of end of half points? He's gonna say never. Never. That's <laughs> never happening again. Zimmer's gone. The bad man can't hurt me anymore. He can't hurt me anymore, guys. We're we're good. We're it's not happening. So to be clear, that won't happen in any games this season, especially not this week. Hey, that'll probably put them in the top half of the DVOA. Yeah. That 100% would. <laughs> like, you take away those points, we barely let up any points. So they're so not going to let up any was. points within two minutes this week. Ooh. <laughs> this is called a reverse jinx. How about touchdowns? Points. Just points? Hey, points. you only need one point like to win the game. No, game. let's do let's touchdowns. Let's touchdowns? Do touchdowns? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I'll, Ooh. I'll take touchdowns. Just say yes for the content. And if you not, know what? Fuck it. Yeah, and, they're not. They're yeah. not going to do it. They're not going to let up points. a single touchdown in the final two minutes. You got to finish the bottle. Nope, All right. That's now. not. Deal. Deal. Let's not go. What and two minutes. Exactly. We did it. We did uh, a two minute drill in two minutes, like right. always. Well, you know, we, we might have just put myself <laughs> in a bad spot. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, no, no, you know, I'm not going to back down. We're good. We're, we're I'm, I'm, I'm excited. We're, we're going to finish this thing in like three weeks with yeah. all of our side bets. All right. That's, that's going to do it. Uh, thanks for listening to another episode of Third and Forever, presented by 10,000 Takes. Go to their website at 10ktakesmn.com. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. If you just search 10K Takes, you can also find us on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at third underscore forever 10K, where we post our episodes each week, as well as clips from the episode, other content, memes, reactions, highlights, Anything and everything related to the Vikings, Packers, and sometimes the Bears, and maybe some other NFL teams. As always, I've been your host, Adam Oz, joined by co-host Kevin Holm and producer Justin Luco. Kevin, final words. Football's stupid. Football's stupid.